listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. A New York nines and everywhere else six. Time-wise, the opposite goes for chicks. I'm in a taxi, texting with my best friend. He's sleeping with this girl that he met up on the West End. He's lucky. She's a career woman, no kids. Most girls see the clothes, try to go dig. Most hoes poke hoes in Trojans. Most people don't fucking hit the lotto, but my folks did. I'm a mess. That I'm rhyme with shit, it's just true. To bring your girlfriend here, it's just you. When I'm depressed, you're someone I run to, but I guess meet me at pianos. They cross fading off the nanos. Off the hipster shit. And you the hipster, bitch. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. <clears throat> and we're in the house on a Wednesday, last day of the week. Time to wrap this bad boy up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, of course, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher. Just search for the Blackout Test. Leave us five-star reviews. We read them on the uh, Saturday feedback show. We let you guys know what we think about your reviews and your comments. You can leave these comments at theblackouttest.com. It's that simple. Go there, leave comments, vote in the polls. Uh, you can also do stuff like become a premium listener. And we have put out several premium shows this week. Mm-hmm. Been doing a lot grinding. of movie, yeah, doing a lot of movie reviews. We've been seeing a lot of movies. It's, uh, Oscar season, and you know all the big movies are out. We critics, y'all. We are film critics. In case you forgot, uh, in addition to uh, let's see, what have we reviewed? Uh, just in the last few days, uh, last week or so, we reviewed Creed mm-hmm. with Randolph Terrence from three guys on uh we reviewed hunger games mock and jay part two with our girl nicole from what's the tea podcast yep we reviewed spotlight uh i reviewed spotlight with uh believe chris lambeth uh i reviewed room with justin you guys like justin he's from from yesterday's show uh and we reviewed star wars the force awakens uh because we saw it early Mm-hmm. keep in mind these are all spore reviews okay we saw early uh we reviewed it with chris who's also a film critic and um it was a fun review it really was y'all and just so y'all know because somebody asked it is spoiled in the name it's in the title and we purposely did that because we want to openly review movies and we understand that some people don't want it spoiled we don't do unspoiled we spoil and we spoil within the first like 60 seconds of you listening yeah so don't listen to these reviews if you haven't seen the movies or you nope. or, you, or you plan on seeing the movies right um and then also i released the latest pregame episode black friday uh, which is a pretty good one. Uh, we talked about holiday shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about um, Love and Hip Hop review, of course. Uh, we talked about a bunch of stuff, man. Uh, it was uh, it was fun. So I feel like you guys, uh, if you're getting your money's worth, hopefully if you're premium out there and you're uh, enjoying, you know, the nerd off Balls Deep Sports and all that stuff, we will be recording a new Balls Deep Sport tomorrow. So, uh we got that going for us too mm-hmm. uh of course the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and you can find us on twitter i'm Ryder miss prime i am say that again that as in d-a-t and uh the show twitter is at tbgwt so thanks to everybody that um hooks us up and uh checks us out there on twitter you know we live tweet stuff mm-hmm. we uh, interact with fans there um and 
uh whatnot you know sometimes we have to block people there too but you know we try not to have to do that but uh there's a lot of stuff that we do there on twitter uh and it's a cool way to reach out and talk to people and stuff like that so it was cool uh shout out to our girl pmb underscore esq mm-hmm. pmb esquire on uh twitter we um actually she's saw us eating in Cadova and walked up and spoke to us man which makes the first time ever that i've been recognized from the podcast in in public it's to be the second time for me and it and, and what was funny was that i didn't see her so all i know is roger was just staring i was like what what the fuck is he looking at what's happening behind my head <laughs> well she just looked like uh someone that might you know like how you make eye contact with somebody you're like oh this person might know me or something right and uh she waved high and i said hey you know like did maybe we knew each other or something right. school, i don't know and uh she was just like i love your podcast and i was like whoa that's what a small world like right that's crazy right and i was gonna speak to her but she was like i know y'all ain't okay bye bye <laughs> yeah yeah she didn't want to right she was like I, I gotta go over run <laughs> yeah she didn't want to bother nobody but uh we appreciated her uh, coming we through do thank you it was very sweet sweetheart yeah so thank you uh yeah that was cool man um and also uh in addition to all this stuff that we're talking about we also have um some sponsors um on this day 364 uh bobby schmurter's incarceration right i think she recognized your beard now you know because your beard maybe she game. recognized your natural hair how, how do you know <laughs> no, that's true you might be the star you know don't say me there's a lot of dudes walking around with beards um so i don't know you know you just assuming this stuff but you know maybe maybe not uh at any rate we are sponsored today uh first and foremost we're brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for your coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps all right new year new you mm-hmm. you order now you get this shit by the first of the year yes, you can sir. step into the 2016 leaving razor bumps behind like them packages and boxes on uh those ladies uh that lady that was that had that graph <laughs> that graphic from uh last year leaving Aww. you can leave razor bumps on one of your boxes along with your ex and child support payments and whatever else you're getting rid of for 2016 right go to get use code tbgwt and get 20 percent off your first month at get that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com all right um let's see oh also you have a little sexier sponsor let me see do i have any sexy music how about what is this i guess for now you've got the last laugh i'm sorry if i seem uninterested or i'm not listening no i'm indifferent truly i ain't damn i could pick them this uh this is alicia cara and the name of the song is here oh never heard of her before let me ask you a question are you getting enough i bet you love to get more right well adamandeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts first you'll get a sexy little surprise from her and secondly a second a little specially selected toy for him and third a little something that y'all both could enjoy Smush your genitals together, people. <laughs> Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. 
make yourself have a happy christmas and number 10 you get free shipping on your entire order so what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts it's not hard go to adamandeve.com and select any one item it could be an adventurous new toy a sexy piece of lingerie or anything you desire just enter offer code tbgwt at checkout and you'll get all 10 free gifts go check out adamandeve.com today select one item and get 10 free gifts including free shipping when you enter offer code tbgwt that's tbgwt at adamandeve.com play me out boo That's a little, little smooth, little jam. I like that bass line. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. And she sing talking the hell out of that song. Mm-hmm. She was sing talking. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess uh, first things first, um, Bobby Schmurder news. Apparently, Martin Shkreli, the person who bought the Wu-Tang album and who hikes up drugs on people that need them, uh hikes up the cost on drugs that save people's lives mm-hmm. because he's a piece of shit uh he's talking about bailing out bobby schmurter mm-hmm. all money ain't good money dog yeah he said of course bobby will owe him one right That's now i don't know what that means i don't know either but like i said all money ain't good money yeah um so i don't know um what he's trying to do exactly i know that rizza after the, the sale went through actually uh when the news leaked that it was this dude who bought it and you know the bad pr that comes along with that he was like he wanted to distance himself and say hey we actually made that sale back in may we agreed upon that so uh the stiff arm did not sit well with screlly uh he said i felt insulted um if i hand you two million dollars fucking show me some respect at least had a dc to say nothing or no comment well, Shkreli didn't simply purchase the most expensive album in history and get have it to have it chill next to his Picasso. Raised in Sheep's Head Bay, the brash executive is an avid hip-hop fan. He loves Eminem and DMX and describes in detail his hope to become a part of the culture or at least the industry. He grew up playing the guitar and piano and aspires to release his own rap album. But before that, his immediate plan is to bail out jailed Brooklyn upstart Barbie Smurda. Mm-mm. Oh, money ain't good money dog i'm a fan and i'm a businessman look the guy's gonna have to record for me if he comes out i'll just come out and say it. i'm not going to do this for free to me what i'm doing right now in the media raising prices all this shit believe what you want but it's interesting it gets people talking at the end of the day that's what art is i don't know if i can translate the shit to in the rap or not but i'll try in 500 years they're going to talk about rap the same way they talk we talk about shakespeare i just want to throw my hat in the ring that's all i just want to make money Mm-mm. you better stay in jail my friend we're actually in a discussion to try to bail out bobby schmurder forget whether you think he's guilty or not the guy should not be sitting in jail right now it's insane he's from brooklyn i'm from brooklyn he deserves a fair trial he deserves good lawyers he doesn't have good lawyers his label is hanging him out to dry so i have a conference call tomorrow morning uh that's that's yesterday 
i'll show up with two million dollars bail money no fucking problem he's not going to flee the country i'm not going to lose anything i'm going to try to make that happen that's one thing i'm working on no because you already shown yourself that you're willing to breach contracts already he says i'm a fan and i'm a businessman i'm not going to do this for free it's gonna have to do something for me i don't know what it's going to look like yeah he's going to owe me one obviously i'd like to pay for his legal defense as well i'm a big fan but i'm also an opportunist you know that i uh, see opportunity here he's a talented guy every concert i go to people yell free schmurder i he reminds me of me quite frankly the guy's totally irreverent he doesn't give a damn what people think totally irreverent totally i don't give a fuck i love him i just love that style he's from um, not far from where i'm from in brooklyn i'd love to help him out i wish someone would have helped me out when i needed help he doesn't have much money i know that he's definitely hurting for money he needs a bailout basically i'd like to help him out no big promises but i'll see what i can do like i said if i can post the two million i'd do it tomorrow i'm working on it and hopefully we'll see him free soon Mm-mm. don't you do that because all of a sudden he's felt like he has bought him a nigga no sir yeah this guy just gives me the feeling like 40 years from now he's gonna be running for president and we're all gonna be talking about him like trump you know like like one day we'd be looking at this guy like man that dude was always an egomaniac that said crazy shit right i go from a corporation don't give a fuck about me to a dude that don't give a fuck about me anyway if he offers you the money take it do it bobby Schmurter. get the fuck out of jail dog i i ain't even i ain't been sitting in jail for a year away from my family to even say for you not to take it bro take that money mm-hmm. get the hell out while you can go ahead at what cost go ahead at what cost the album what's he gonna do you like he said he don't even know what he's gonna do so who he knows what to record the fuck? for me i mean uh, who knows what the fuck this dude gonna come up with just get free man well i'm supposed to sit around waiting on the perfect person to come through it's been no. a year how long i'm supposed to wait no like guys what did I, how many days did i said was 354 or some shit mm-hmm. like nigga you better take that deal shit okay go ahead 364 tomorrow is 365 days in jail a year yes i will sign the contract please no no nah, nah, i'm not gonna be your fucking marching puppet just so you can get me out of jail fuck what's you. he gonna do what kind of puppetry is he gonna make me do i don't know and that's the problem i don't know See, so I'm not, I'm no not, i'm not scared i just tell him no i'll just take the money get out and then i'll be like no i'm not fucking dancing I'm, I'm doing okay my... yeah we, we said that now bobby but... was dancing on tur- tables before he went to jail i mean is it really that big of a difference mm-hmm. who he's dancing for? Mm-hmm. Man, you better take that money, Bobby. Don't 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 be trying to have principles and shit. Be in jail forever. Be principled and not free. Um, Tyler Perry will host and narrate a two-hour religious musical event for Fox. No, thank you. Mm. <clears throat> I won't be watching that. Man, today is a day of uh, of no for Karen right he know mm. all right well the passion is the name of it it'll tell the story of the last hours of jesus christ's life on earth like the passion of the christ mm. including the last supper judas's betrayal his crucifixion and resurrection you know it's gonna be real awkward when they had the last supper and everybody drinks of jesus blood and gets aids you know that's gonna happen they're gonna they're gonna do the typical the light-skinned brother is the holy savior and the dark-skinned brother is just the devil i mean we're gonna do that i'm assuming and judas, then, judas will be dark-skinned and of then course jesus Madea be gonna be there right because it ain't right without her Medea could be mary magdalene 
don't make me pop a cap up in you judas Mm-hmm. who does jesus think he is talking about he gonna save me i'm gonna get it popping the twist it will be set in modern day new orleans as the story as the story unfolds, the musical will visit many iconic new orleans locations and will include per fox a procession of hundreds of people carrying a 20-foot illuminated cross from champion square outside the superdome to the live stage of waldenburg park on the banks of mississippi river <clears throat> yeah i got to see this have a good time <clears throat> the passion comes from the netherlands where it's been produced annually since 2011 paris version will include musical arrangement from glees adam anders the passion will air palm sunday march 20th at 8 7 central fox mm, get them tyler yeah i'm not hating at all oh uh, yes you are you no, absolutely are i'm not hating just because i'm not watching don't mean i'm hating nah, I'm going, it, was, nope. it was definitely the way you said it <laughs> that was clearly about some hate you can try to uh pretend that it's not <laughs> but everybody already heard the hate coming out of your voice uh right as soon as you started talking so nope yeah I, nope mm-mm. it's not hate uh, what is it then i don't know <laughs> i know i'm not watching it Mm-hmm. okay can all right so you're just gonna lie to the people like that yep well uh everybody's trying to catch the wave off of that Wiz live because it was so excellent uh the Wiz live choreographer fatima robertson uh will have her life uh developed into an nbc show go ahead the life story of the Wiz choreographer fatima robertson is coming to the small screen she did an excellent job yeah um it's funny how everybody's trying to catch that wave you know like this this live performance thing and you know because black people you know we knock the ratings out the park yes we do you know and and we love us but a lot of times they'll put everything up there but us and then be like oh y'all do support y'all shit no fuck yeah and they're back shocked and surprised executive producers neil Marin and craig zadden are currently in talks to develop a dance drama series for NBC based uh on Robinson's experience in the 1990s Los Angeles dance scene. Mm, I, it's not similar but to an extent like a fame type of thing. I don't know, I haven't watched it. Okay. While the project is still untitled, it will focus on the birth of hip hop dance and the dance domination of pop culture. Oh, I'm here for this one. <clears throat> Robinson's career has been <clears throat> influential as her choreography credits include work for the Academy Awards nfl super bowl and movie productions including dream girls ali say the last dance and miami vice in addition she was choreographed uh music videos she has choreographed music videos for michael jackson uh remember the time and Aaliyah's rock the boat oh yeah i remember remember the time that was that was back when videos would premiere on like regular ass tv right eight o'clock and that was all it was on it was like after the simpsons the premiere you ain't i mean you literally wouldn't hit it nowhere else no radio no downloads if you if you ain't get it there you missed the opening premiere it's a world premiere right everything was stopped remember michael jackson beat that car and grabbed his dick 75 times and Ah! white people got scared he's he's all of a sudden they realized he was black right uh yeah robinson's career has been influential yeah in addition she has choreographed music okay robinson Marin, and zayden recently worked together on a live adaptation of the wiz and in an interview zayden revealed that hiring robinson to choreograph the all-black cast in the production was only right right 
we hired for Tima Robinson, who is not on not a Broadway choreographer, to do the authentic black dancing. He said she comes from hip hop, and a lot of her point of view on dance is very gritty, authentic, and raw. So, man, people trying to catch that wave, man. It's smart. Yeah, like that's the thing, man. Black people showed out with that Wiz live, and yeah, everybody's like, random Thursday night, the number the highest rating show. Yeah, how do we get into this? You know, how do we get some of this too? Can't blame you. Nope. You know, Thing is kind of dope, really. Make your money, people. Um, the San Bernardino shooters that shot up the workplace. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, they some um, ISIS, Muslim jihad sympathizers." That you know, Obama didn't screen hard enough. Uh, well, apparently the um, that was re- that was mostly based on the report that they had gone on. Um, the wife had gone on um social media on facebook mm-hmm. and supposedly made like a post uh pledging her allegiance to isis uh the fbi just came out and said that actually did not happen now i don't know who i was gonna issue retractions or nobody okay yeah um nobody is out there and it's one of those things once it's out there regardless if it's truth or fact or indifferent people just gonna roll with it regardless of what the truth is nowadays yeah they said they 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 only hinted about their intentions in private in direct private direct communication uh we found no evidence of a posting on social media by either of them Though government officials did not speak about the shooter's social media accounts before today, it was widely reported, including in the New York Times and on NBC, mm-hmm. that they had publicly posted anti-American sentiments. New York Senator Chuck Schumer told the press that had they checked out Tashfeen Malik, maybe those people in San Bernardino would be alive. And GOP partisans took the opportunity to lay blame at the feet of Barack Obama, despite the press making early discoveries regarding the shooter's identities. A no pro-Jihad social media post or uh comments were reported in the hours after the attack and it's unclear how or why it was leaked to reporters this week that they were that said that said a skeptic might point out that the obama administration does have an incentive for people to believe that nothing could have been gleaned from the killer's accounts uh but commie's uh statement came up on a cnn backs up a cnn story from monday that said the unnamed intelligence officials discovered that malik's comments were made under a pseudonym with strict privacy settings that did not allow people outside a small group of friends to see them the issue of the shooter's use of social media was a central topic in last night's national security focus gop debate the candidates argued at length based on now debunked reports about the extent to which they believe the obama administration failed in properly monitoring malik's social media accounts during her immigration process and the degrees to which they would go to the police to police the web with donald trump in particular affirming to moderator wolf blitzer that he would be in favor of shutting down parts of the internet yeah uh, i watched some of that glp debate uh man i miss obama i'm i wasn't here for none of i that. miss candidate obama man remember those long scholarly answers that mm-hmm. thoroughly answered the question that was asked and didn't dodge the question or change the topic right it was well thought out and folks complained because he actually took the time to answer the fucking question mm-hmm he oh, actually gave you a, a, a real answer, and that's the thing. People, it, and it's so confusing because people go, I want the truth. And he's like, hear the truth. No, nah, fuck you. I don't want the truth. What the fuck do you want? Yeah, he used to give those long scholarly answers, and people would be like, he's too professorial. And I'm like, no, he's just, he's he's doing the job that you asked him to do, answer the question. Right. And, they, and the thing <coughs> is, 
people ask you a open-ended or a question that you know could command a minute or two minute answer but you want it summed up in a 30 second bite and it in life don't function that like that in. yeah they just want a sound bite to argue with and some snide remarks going back and forth and pres- the president candidate obama used to just be thorough like nah this is the actual answer uh all right um and you didn't get any of that from republicans any of the time last night um here's some sad news baltimore just had uh the freddie gray the first officer of the six uh who was i guess tried separately or something mm-hmm. or i guess tried first uh they just had a miscarriage declared after like i think three days of like a locked uh jury uh anyway here's a, in the officer william porter trial the judges told the jury to get back to work after they came out and said that they were deadlocked wsa 9 scott broom in baltimore joining us live now with the very oh, wait, this is an old this is old oh uh, you don't have one from today i mean this it says it's from today it says it's updated as of five minutes ago but this video is old um baltimore judge declared a hung jury wednesday in the trial of a police officer charged in the case of freddie gray a young black man whose april death prompted black lives matter protests across the city and sometimes brutally violent riots william h billy murphy they always say brutally violent right who was hurt who was hurt so cvs anyway uh the lawyer uh, for the gray family yes. huh? all cvs matters and companies and businesses are people didn't the supreme court corporations corporations are people that's true right uh william a h billy murphy the lawyer for the gray family stressed the outcome was not a disappointment for either side in the racially charged case that brought the country's eyes on baltimore this is just a temporary bump in the road to justice murphy said during the wednesday afternoon press conference it happens as part of how the system works most hung juries are retired with 70 percent of them going on to eventually result in a conviction murphy said he added that the family is appealing for calm in the wake of the announcement um yeah that's actually i feel like this is I know the date is new, but I swear this is old because I literally just read that it was declared a mistrial in the yeah Baltimore. Okay. Ed, it says mistrial in the first case, so I don't know why it's saying just a hung jury. Okay, good Google. The, the text of this is wrong. Just Google. Like, yeah, give me a second. I'll figure it out. Um, uh, I hate when this happens. No problem. But yeah, I don't know why it's uh the title in there and the update says it's one thing but yeah all right here's nbc news um and what is a perceived legal blow for prosecutors the judge was hung the jury was hung and the judge declared a mistrial in the trial of baltimore police officer william porter in connection with freddie gray's death after he sustained injuries while in custody porter was charged with manslaughter second degree assault reckless endangerment and misconduct in office in april 19 in the april 19th death of gray 25 a week after his neck was broken during a ride in the back of a police van gray's death and the subsequent unrest in baltimore brought to the four long simmering uh long simmering tensions in the city and all across the nation over socioeconomic disparity and the relationship between law enforcement and the minority communities they serve prosecutors considered porter's case key to strengthening the case against caesar goodson jr who was driving the van it was also seen as a signal of how the trials of the five other officers could go the remaining trials are set for early next year it is unclear how the mistrial will affect the prosecutor's approach to the other trials if at all 
yeah and this you know uh goldie um wrote a piece um um on just like uh the prosecutor because you know um what's her name um why am i drawing a blank on everything right now but um she she basically wrote a piece that said like it's kind of a, a a blow for her because you know goldie taylor said um basically the the prosecutor who was everybody's like hero you know uh marilyn mosby is now considered to be blowing this case you know apparently you know it everything didn't go according to plans there's like key evidence that wasn't presented right pretty sure they fought her tooth and nail on a lot of shit that she probably couldn't even bring up yeah and maybe you know and the thing is maybe this is just like every other police officer case pretty much unwinnable but you know Mm -hmm. even with her going after them with you know all you know all the intention of getting these people brought to justice maybe that's not gonna happen you know i i feel weird because i i'm not really mad right now and i'm not really even hurt or disappointed because it's almost like i just expected this to happen and i you know i'm i'm not gonna say i'm assuming because i i haven't really talked it just happened and i haven't talked to anybody else about it but i don't even see a whole lot of outrage and stuff um through the timeline and stuff i know there's Mm -hmm. some people protesting in baltimore Mm -hmm. and i saw a police officer jacked one dude up for standing there but um yeah i don't even know what to say i just and i guess because it wasn't a guilty or not guilty yeah well yeah i mean she could continue to pursue this person and they could do retry it you know um it don't mean it's dead yeah or you know she can move on to the other people i don't know but i just didn't expect i i I don't know it's like i i expect justice and integrity less and less these days so yeah 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 and it's sad but you get to the point where you don't have high expectations at all and it's just one of those things where it's sad but for the fact that it went to trial is a quote-unquote victory in my mind because so many people's cases never make it to the light of day of a goddamn trial yeah so but that's a low bar yeah a very low standard yep so we'll see what happens after this but can't even say i'm shocked man um uh christian college uh punishes a professor for heresy uh apparently they don't they don't like when you wear hijabs and say muslims and christians worship the same god uh wheaton college put uh Laricia Hawkins, guess the rings, black, uh, on leave at she wore a hijab and said Muslims and Christians uh worship the same God. Uh she teaches political science at private Wheaton College in Illinois. She was placed on administrative leave on Tuesday after she posted photos of herself in a purple headscarf on social media writing professor and student in solidarity with hijab uh she elaborated as pope francis stated last week christians and muslims worship the same god wheaton college faculty and staff made a commitment to accept and model our institution's faith foundations with integrity compassion and theological clarity she wrote in a statement announcing her suspension as they participate in various causes it is essential that faculty and staff engage in speak about public issues in a way that faithfully represents the college's evangelical statement of faith 
the college's statement did not clarify whether the issue was solely the theological implications of hawkins claim that muslims and christians worship the same god or with the seeming authority she granted to the pope a spokeswoman for whedon did not return a request for comment in a facebook post about her photographs hawkins linked her choice to wear the hijab to her own christian worship this advent as part of my advent worship i will wear the hijab to work at whedon college to play in chi town in the airport and on the airplane to my home state that initiated one of my the first anti-sharia laws uh and at church she wrote uh she added that she asked friends at the council of the american islamic relations whether non-muslims wearing hijab is harem forbidden patronizing or otherwise offensive to muslims and got their blessing she uh earlier her students have written a statement of solidarity with muslims but avoiding invoking theological justifications for their stance the department of education granted wheaton college a religious exemption to non-discrimination laws in 1985 the waiver allows the school to mandate that faculty and staff adhere to the college's religious doctrines though it's not clear that the school's statement of faith explicitly says anything about the relationship between god the god worship by muslims and christians uh, on our facebook page uh hawkins also linked to a Huffington post article by yale divinity school theolog- uh, theologian theologian uh miroslav wolf uh about her thesis in a statement concerning Christian engagement with Muslim neighbors posted Friday, Whedon affirmed that it believes that salvation is through Christ alone. While Islam and Christianity are both monotheistic, we believe there are fundamental differences between the two faiths, including what they teach about God's revelation to humanity, the nature of God, the path to salvation, and the life of prayer. The college elaborated and added that while the college welcomes goodwill towards Muslims, overtures of Christian friendship must be enacted with theological clarity as well as compassion so they had to send her home what do you think Karen? she i mean because my thing is this is something i question has this something she's been practicing for a very long time or is this something that she just recently came out she with? recently did it she's doing it for i guess her what did it say her advent um what is it uh what'd she call it her advent worship so i guess out of solidarity with muslims she's trying to show that you know as a christian i'm accepting of your practices and we all worship you know the same god which you know some people argue about true uh, which, i mean the source of much argument and i guess they decided that means uh no you can't do that yeah advent uh means coming or arrival and during the season of advent we celebrate christ coming into the world um so i guess that was her her form of worship was to wear a hijab and you know uh in solidarity with muslims so then they said get the fuck out and according to that law they have the right to regardless if you agree or disagree or indifferent they made sure that if you come in here talking about anything other than crisis, the way, the truth, or the light, we can get rid of you. Yeah. It's weird to me because I can't really say nothing because I don't really share their faith either way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that should be offensive to Christian people or if the schools just feels like you're teaching the wrong thing. 
like our guy is different than their guy so don't act like they're the same guy uh, that that plays a role and also the fact that it's a christian-based school which means you have a lot of donors a lot of people a lot of alumni that gives back and you know they were like we're not going to lose our money because you're talking and not, i'm not going to say in their mind it's foolishness but you're going against the almost like the foundation of what we're teaching here mm-hmm. so they were like nope you got to go because you're not worth the money we're about to lose when people get highly upset and and flood us and write us letters and ring our phone up asking why you're still teaching here mm, that's some wild shit man right so it's more of a financial thing than anything you know it's probably some people there that probably don't give a fuck and go well she's a great professor and somebody else was like well we don't care we're losing money nope you got to go yeah i guess it's just it's such a hard time for brown people and muslim people right in america right now and maybe her being a black woman you know maybe that's part of the reason she feels that there needs to be some solidarity i feel like she's practicing good intersectionality there right but i mean it pretty much got her kicked off her job for doing such it's i don't know i really feel like it's not my place to even say that it's fucked up because i don't I think all of it's kind of silly. You know what I mean? I think it's silly to like our our guy in the sky is so different from their guy in the sky that you can't even like put on the, the clothing that they wear. Like fuck that. This you can't even say that they're the same. Get out of here. You're like this is I don't know. It just seems fucked up. But at the same time, it's not my job to teach that shit. And it was hers, so maybe you know maybe it does impair her ability to do the job if that's one of the core teachings of their their school i don't know anyway <clears throat> indian american woman visiting was visited by the police after asking to buy an ar-15 uh, AR ammo at dick sporting goods yeah that right to bear arms not meant for your brown not ass not for everybody it is not they have certain people in mind when they talk about the right to bear arms in this country and even if you do it right they even have some states that say brown people get denied at a higher rate even if they follow the state's law to the t they can still deny you yep um and we get denied at a higher rate she was questioned by california police that she asked to buy some ammunition for an ar-15 rifle sim Sangha, a 24-year-old firearms instructor from fremont asked an employee of dick sporting's good about buying eight boxes of ammunition for a military style rifle she works her job so her job is to teach people how to shoot right and they went bing bong san bernardino two days by the way why didn't this happen to white people come on now dylan roof shoots up a fucking uh church and gun sales go through the roof nobody's getting flagged <laughs> people are just like yeah he must need it Two days later, police visited her home for questioning after that store employee alerted them. I don't know if it's my skin color or that I'm Indian. I'm not a Muslim, but even if I were, there's no reason to call the police to my home instantly. Right. Uh, she is preparing to join the Los Angeles Police Department. She did not buy ammunition for a rifle, which is the same type of weapon used by a Muslim couple earlier this month to kill 14 coworkers and wound 17 others in San Bernardino. She only bought an exercise mask at the uh, sporting goods store and she believes she was racially profiled right they single me out because of the way i look i've had friends buy bulk ammo and they've never had police show up at their door right police said the officers apologized to saying how but a spokeswoman for the department said they had a duty to investigate activity that residents considered suspicious 
there's a fucking resident at the the fucking store 20 miles away from my goddamn house y'all come all the way here the police spokeswoman said officers are on heightened alert following the mass shootings in southern california which investigators linked to islamic terrorism conservatives have said the political correctness prevented a man working in the couple's neighborhood from reporting his suspicions about saeed farouk and tashfeen malik because he did not want to racially profile them oh my god oh my fucking god it must be so great to be white come on now come on now where's the racial profiling for white dudes shooting up shit right oh my god it must be so great somebody comes in and asks for a hunting rifle y'all don't show up to his house because he would fucking have a fit and sue you and tell you that he has the right to bear arms this is amazing country man this is amazing oh you inquired about buying some bullets yeah you we need to look into your ass right meanwhile there's dudes that own hundreds of guns and shit Thousands we just go of guns, right. fire, firearms enthusiasts must like hunting oh this country's so fucking crazy mm-hmm. um anyway that, that's awesome right mm-hmm, <laughs> uh she's not even muslim it didn't even matter it's like you some kind of brown you brown brown that's all they care about brown what's up with your accent right uh no english not good she's like but i speak perfect english i don't know Mm-mm. something nah, about it i don't know Mm-mm. you sound like the person when i make call the 1-800 number they send me to india we got questions for you ma'am hannah hawks a louisiana photographer posted a family christmas photo on her facebook page which depicted a family of five celebrating peace on earth with the mom and two daughters with green duct tape over their mouths and their hands tied up with christmas lights the internet was not amused <laughs> the holiday photo which was meant to be a joke went viral and was quickly removed from by facebook after many expressed concerns that the image not only was not funny but actually perpetuates a culture of violence and subjugation of women after receiving a flood of mostly negative comments on her facebook page she defended the photo after being silent now isn't that ironic i would like to speak i have been called every name in the book and have received some very hateful and vulgar comments and messages i would like to say that as a female i do not and have never promoted violence to women i do not support abuse or the degradation of women my controversial photo was taken by request by the family and was in no way meant to promote abuse this photo was taken with humor in mind and was meant as a comical christmas photo i personally know this family have known them for many years they are not abusive to their children in any shape or form also i would like to add that no one was harmed during the process so everyone have a very merry christmas and may god bless you and yours uh what do you think about the the picture and stuff karen all right so nothing i mean it's a picture that's about all i can say yeah um that's all uh, we know it's a picture all right so it's on me then um no i mean i don't i don't i don't know i don't know how to feel it's a white folks doing white folks shit it's like i don't really have a comment on it i mean not trying to be funny it's like is when you look at it you go well it's weird it's strange why would you do this but i mean the little boy is there with his thumbs up <laughs> yeah because the men in the picture are saying that it's peace on earth because the women in the picture are, are, are quiet ha, ha, are, yeah they're tied up and their mouths are uh have tape over right and i could see people looking at that as being sexist I could it just, is sexist yes it's a sexist joke yes and it's also a fucking joke right like i like like real talk man i know it's the internet and everyone has to do their thing you know what i mean but 
it's like this is also that thing where the when a woman makes a joke that does play on the ideas and stereotypes of women Mm -hmm. people are pulled to like oh no mm -mm, no you can't do that but it's like if i'm part of the joke then i'm making the joke too right right like this is a family they wanted to make this joke together as a unit everybody yeah. agreed like she said nobody was harmed this is something yeah. that they probably sat down and and got at the table i mean their kids were probably excited about doing it you yeah. know hey what y'all want to do you know da, 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 da. and this is what they came up with as a unit and maybe next year they'll do something different maybe right. do something with the men get fucked up i don't know but i'm just saying in general it's just a picture that they meant for their like holiday cards they thought they were being cute uh it's it's only on the internet when you don't know the people you take the context right. out of it right the fact that it's going to be sent to friends and family and y'all supposed to like laugh that it becomes that way it's like if we sent had a christmas card and in the christmas card you were punching me or something and then someone was like you know this just promotes domestic violence against men and uh that's just wrong for people to practice domestic yeah. violence and and we could be and, and it's like well you're right that that it does it does make a funny uh it does make a joke of that topic also it's a joke right and that's the thing about the internet when it comes to to, to jokes and shit it's like certain jokes we deem funny certain jokes we don't deem funny you have some people that oversensitive about every fucking thing no matter what it is it got to be an angle you got to have a think piece you got to have a hot take on everything that's presented to them and it's just one of the things where if it would have been reversed uh with the women you know right well it's just everybody's agenda is is coming into it it's right. like because the thing is the family didn't share it no the photographer shared it as an example of like look at my work Work. that i do isn't here's a cute one here's a funny one with the idea being everyone in this photo loves each other and really supports each other and it's not like this going on and they like this isn't like i walked into their house and i just happened to get a random photo of them and guess what they they tie their women up and they put tape over their mouths all the time and i just happened to get that random photo they were trying to be funny you know what i mean and so people took it and extrapolated all this extra shit out on it which to be fair is going to happen on the internet yeah because you're dealing with the internet yeah if it was kept private sent to their friends and family nobody would think that you know or maybe they would say something in private or joke back with them or something but it's kind of this idea like wink wink nudge nudge we know you love your family right right and it's and also it's just one of those things where people put their own personal perspectives out there on how well i wouldn't do that it's a thing you're not taking a picture you didn't make the decision right and somebody was saying about sue i guarantee you when most people take photographers by professional photographers a lot of times you sign the right the way to say that they can use your picture for promotional purposes so this might have been one of her promotional purposes right it tells i will say this it tells you a lot about the internet right and people's ability to jump leaps and bounds into um the extremes because we don't have conversations with nuance anymore we don't have like you know our show we try to have nuanced conversations we try to have conversations that talk about you know the gray areas and stuff but the vast majority of people once they start talking they they leap out here to such extremes right. that by the end it's like the the father's a serial killer he's raping and killing his children and or you know or pc culture is run amok right. and this family can't even enjoy christmas right like like when it's kind of no, in the middle like it's right. kind of like 
yes it's an it's a it's an a slightly it's an offensive joke that they were making for their friends or whoever they sit on that christmas card list right that maybe you you know you might not think it's funny you know everything in it you know people don't think a lot of shit's funny uh people can make arguments this show isn't funny right some of the shit we joke about but right um it's kind of it's like people let us joke about certain things and they talk about it and they tweet about it and they think it's funny they listen to this podcast we make jokes about shit and but they they feel like they know us and there's context in the joke where it's like oh they don't feel like that or they think right. it's ironic to right. say that right but when it's but whenever it's uh take the context out, out like if you just took a clip of our show sans context and just put like 30 seconds out there people would be like oh they laughed about a child being burned yesterday right that's it the end yeah they would run and they would th- that would kind of be the end and that's the thing people just taking taking a snapshot basically and running off with making their own assumptions putting their own agenda behind this family putting their own biases behind this family putting their own personal issues about women's and women's rights all that is kind of coming up in this photo when the family took this picture this is not the this was not the purpose of it and when the photographer snapped the shot that was not the intentions either it wasn't to make a stand to make a point i think it's, it's a hack joke that people make all the time right that you know these people aren't comedians they would probably send us out for a christmas card they just made a hack joke and now the internet gets to judge because this person sent it out to everybody you know what i mean if anything i'd be mad at the photographer like yo don't send that out to everybody we didn't take this picture for everybody that's true too you know what i mean we took this picture for our friends and we thought that that know us and would laugh at you know bob and his sense of humor or whatever the fuck or you know oh he's always talking about his wife won't shut up or some shit like that but yeah the the fact that you know it's now for the internet to judge like yeah of course think pieces Mm -hmm. or whatever and at the end of the day they still went found this lady called her all kinds of names accused her of abusing her children right you know like brought up this bigger like and this is the problem with the culture of america and all this shit and it's like wow that like was not the intention of my picture dog like, like now i'm a think piece you know what i mean like now i'm a think piece right man. and people tell jokes on uh, on stage all the time about bitches be talking i mean people talking. don't necessarily like those jokes either now, I'm, now I'm not saying they don't but, yeah. but 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 people do make these jokes but the kind of people that make the kind of people that have a problem with this picture don't like those jokes either correct you know what i mean like so it's just funny it's it's funny to me that it got so it became a thing when really to me it's like you know if i went down if i if we went down my dad's house and he made some kind of uh joke uh about uh kicking my mom out the house or some shit Mm -hmm. i know them the context is that shit would never fucking happen so Mm -hmm. i'm laughing right you know what i'm saying like but i don't you know but if i took that same audio clip of my dad saying that put it out on youtube it would just be this man threatened to kick his wife out on christmas eve you know what i mean and then everybody goes in but i just thought i just thought it felt like much ado about nothing right that's why i said just white people doing white people things yeah so this is kind of crazy um but uh you know i feel but the thing is i feel like that's also kind of um it felt like one of those white feminism battles right right because I, I ain't really right. seen nobody talking about this i just saw it on mm-hmm. right i, just saw it on, like, I mean story. i mean i hate to be uncaring but it's like <laughs> it's not trying to funny it's just a photo of some 
white people and black people been worried about like serena and shit this week right and white people been like look at this christmas card right i was like this son of a bitch and it's one of those things when like you said when you have like other problems the other things you're focusing on you go nah and you go on to something more important because you're like this shit don't matter versus you have people this is the only thing they got going on in their life on their facebook page honey they was like give it all the time and i'm like mm, it's all. yeah <laughs> so okay and uh in the chat concerned citizen hey man you need to calm that shit down uh don't be telling lauren to go fuck herself dog i mean she didn't say nothing mean to you uh why would you try to take it there all right this has been your only warning um sorry america chipotle ceo offers fat newspaper ad apology that's right he says i'm deeply sorry for making you sick (laughs) Mm, the fuck out of here across all 50 states (laughs) yes after a rash of e-coli salmonella and norovirus incidents all Um, all the 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 sickness like now one people get sick from different shit so it's not like they was when it was when it was e coli they was like we sorry y'all they was like oh shit that's not e coli okay this is not as bad you you can take some you know some little bit of medicine some some rubber tusks you'll be all right and then they caught something else so no they are on the do not eat list i'm sorry i'm not eating there yeah you know what's funny to me about it is he had to go on the today show and like i asked people on twitter it was now this is just my twitter followers is not an actual right. scientific poll but i just asked people when's the last time you ate at chipotle so many people were like months ago months like now i didn't count anybody for the extremes like i didn't count the people that were like i ain't, haven't eaten meat in seven years i'm like why the fuck are you don't just shut up because you know that's not what i'm talking about right you don't count but for people that were like you know i haven't eaten there in the last six months i haven't eaten there in the last three months last two months so many people right so they're losing a lot of money and that's what it boils down to i'm not trying to be funny chipotle overcharges for their food they probably they charge you extra two to three dollars then they charge you for guac another dollar fifty or two dollars for it and then a lot of times you have just as many calories or more calories you know because a lot of people eat that because it's quote-unquote healthy gmo free and and all this other grass-fed all that shit so they're charging you for that and it's one of those things where you have people that that, that eat there which we which we do that um don't mind eating there because the quality is good i'm not shaming the quality right. but it's just one of those things where if i'm gonna pay extra for a cow that's not in chains, I don't want you making me sick. <laughs> cow in chains, because uh, you know what they call a range-free animals, animals free range, that yeah go out range. there and eat, eat 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 the grass and shit. Yeah, if I'm paying you extra, I don't want to get sick. Yeah, um, so yeah, they issued a big long apology. I'm not even reading all of it, but I mean it's just crazy because people aren't eating there. They must like it's gonna be interesting to see what their third, fourth quarter reports are. Sales tank for sales because it's gonna be low as fuck, man. Right. I, I mean, it, like I said, impromptu, non scientific poll, but so many people were just like uh, a, a couple people even like I ate there two months ago, right before the Maryland outbreak, and then I stopped. And the thing about it is that once these outbreaks started happening, when you start closing your restaurants down, you have to think you lost money from closing all these restaurants down prior to the sanitize them and the clean them which means you which means the restaurant is closed you still owe rent power whatever else is attached to it because normally they're not they're they're uh, excuse me the spots you're renting 
Mm-hmm. So, so you send all your employees home. You you losing money from from your employees not being there. You losing money for customers not being able to come into your restaurant. You but you're spending money because you have to pay somebody to come and basically sanitize your whole restaurant down. Or either you probably paying you might be paying the employees to come and sanitize your restaurant down versus paying them to actually serve your customers. Right. Which means you're losing money out of all these restaurants, and then these outbreaks continue to happen. And as the outbreaks continue to happen, you can't do like you did with the E. coli. Put a little sign up there talking about oh we're sorry the stores closed as more people got sick and as the lawsuits and shit started happening which i think they will continue to happen um you have more people paying it attention and people's like oh you get sick there these you know you do you cover the story about the students 80 students whatever got sick and people are like look i just want to do my food i don't want to get sick and like they say it takes Years to be a loyalty and seconds to lose customers. And I guarantee you, some of the people that left will never go back. No matter how clean you say you are, no matter how free range animals are, folks are like, fuck you. You, you will make a folk sick. Here's the thing now. I have never wanted Chipotle so bad in my life. Nope. I want it now. Mm. I want it Chipotle, please. Nope. I just want to get like the last one before it gets sick here in Charlotte. I just nope. want to go get some before everybody dies. Like I, like some people got to get the ones in Maryland. I was so envious of the people that's like, I ate at Chipotle in Maryland and then I stopped because everybody got sick. I want to mm-hmm. eat Chipotle right up until the last second. I want to mm-hmm. take the last bite of clean, fresh, e coli free meat and just mm-hmm. swallow it down in my throat oh so good that hot barbacoa i even eat yeah. the sofritos baby i don't care <laughs> i don't care i just want it so bad i'm gonna sneak mm-hmm. off and get it by myself i don't you, care if you yeah, can't get it i i don't want none you don't that. got to have none karen mm-hmm. didn't nobody ask you to come this ain't about you everything but, ain't got but, to be about you <laughs> but you know who else gonna be there if you get e coli in the hospital me uh, that's fine but i had the last chipotle i just want the last clean burrito i don't want the sick one <laughs> but you don't know people ain't getting sick though karen it'll be on the mm-mm, news mm-mm. it's still good here nope it's, i'm i'm going tomorrow i don't care you go right home on here just, i don't want none of it i'm gonna just put a google alert up for charlotte chipotle and then e coli norovirus and yeah you and the employees gonna be the only folks in there yes i love it it's so good mm-hmm. oh mm. Mm. The best thing about Chipotle is how they lie to you. Oh, I love the lies. I know McDonald's bought all that shit. I don't right. care. I don't care. Just give it to me. Make me believe it's good. That's what I want. Mm-mm. It's like a. I know I like to be lied to too, but you can't lie to me when I know folks being sick. I don't care. Long as I do. My belly cares. Long as as I don't see it, I'm good. <laughs> if i walk into the lobby and i don't see no puke on the ground mm. give me a burrito mm-hmm. please quesarito mm-hmm. me please mm-hmm. give me that barbacoa mm, that carnitas mm-hmm. and i can't be the only one i know it's so other you're people. not you're not i know it's, it's other people it's other folks in the chat room agreeing with you Mm-mm. never wanted chipotle so bad in my life oh this feels like when taco bell starts serving breakfast yeah <laughs> and i was first Which i was I've like never, i've never had the breakfast right and first i was like disgusted and then i saw that commercial like two more times i was like i got to have it <laughs> now i do like the uh dorito tacos the uh cool ranch now nah, nah, i do like those it worked i insulted them yes but i do like those it worked on me until i see it myself it's mm-hmm. good to me 
yeah today pumping ivs through my veins you say what you you talk a good game karen but you went back to cowfish yes you did too i know but right. i never lied and said i wouldn't i never lied and said i wouldn't either whatever whatever I, when did i say we went going back to cowfish when they had that neurovirus scare i know you was like oh, i ain't going up in there for a while yeah mm-hmm. I, I, yeah i never said i went going back again well the charlotte and, the charlotte chipotle ain't never had a problem and i never said i wouldn't going back to chipotle well, again you say you won't go now and it's nope. not a problem Mm-mm. so when is it gonna be okay nope that, that's not an answer that's a no that's not a that's not a win i asked it for us when is it gonna be okay to go to chipotle again i don't know when right. they quit so, having these fucking outbreaks of people getting sick you know when it's gonna be okay when you see me eating that luscious hot burrito in your face you can have it and all you gotta do is make a sandwich from the fridge because you ain't got no chipotle you can have it i'll go chipotle and you can't have none mm-hmm. you run and drop it on the ground like that kid too nope they already dropped it on the ground that's how you get that e coli <laughs> a maryland man told the fbi they should be thanking him after they discovered he received a series of electronic payments from isis this summer for some reason the fbi disagreed you i wonder why <coughs> isis don't send you money just because muhammad el shanawi shanawi uh said uh talked to the new york times he said after he was confronted by the fbi this summer he acknowledged getting thousands of dollars from isis uh sources in egypt but said that he was trying to scam some money from isis not waging attack Mm -mm. much of the money was spent on communication tools including cell phones calling cards and a laptop he even told the fbi that it should praise him for his work and give him a job in terrorist financing Mm -mm. Mm -mm. i like that that is a good lie very good lie now that's what i'm gonna do if i ever get caught now you know what is be like oh you no you thought the money was no man i'm just scheming isis dog you know what the lie the lie not good enough now now i don't believe you but it but if they was like he took the money and paid his debt paid his student loans off bought his mama a house everybody his family debt free i'd have believed you yeah i don't buy i don't believe this yeah i don't buy it because he's spending on cell phones and calling right cars. no 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 if, if you was like oh my student loans yeah y'all ain't getting this money back somebody else got that money they real happy with it yeah if he would have been buying this been like blowing up the strip club and shit i was I, like yo i believe this dude i'd have believed that i would have believed that yeah so um anyway that was a good good lie yeah man that's one way to nah baby i'm just, i i i just i just fuck isis i make love to you no <laughs> uh let's see what else has happened uh corporate executives are running red cross into the ground yep sean king runs red cross. i'm just joking guys i'm just joking i don't know where the money is for sean king i'm just joking guys but <laughs> 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 it was funny the american red cross lately is very bad at being a charity a deep investigation published by pro republicans today reveals a bit about why that may be yeah i think stop giving yeah uh, well see uh, i know they took a hit um back when that black woman was running it and they ran her up out of there Mm -hmm. and people was like that sizzle right when but now they got a white woman doing it and it's happening again well i'll be damned right right that mean people are mismanaging money and not and money's not going where it's supposed to go and not being allocated and this one of the biggest like as far as when tragedies happen most people automatically think the red cross like you you just assume that they're going to do 
what they're supposed to do with that money but apparently not uh previously ProPublica and NPR reported at length organization's sluggish response to Hurricane Sandy, which involved taking relief trucks from actual crisis areas so that they could be used as a backdrop for a press conference. Wow. Throwing out meals because they couldn't find people who needed to eat them. Leaving wheelchair-bound storm victims to sleep in their chairs for days because the appropriate cots weren't available. Today's piece looks at specifically at CEO Gail McGovern, a former AT&T executive who has held the charity since 2008. The rub on McGovern, according to ProPublica's reporting, is this. She eliminated jobs, alienated volunteers, and cherry-picked her own incompetent former AT&T colleagues for top positions. Wow. Yo, man. The 501c game is so fucking treacherous. Yes, it is. Especially when you bring in people from fucking the private sector. Right. To run these shits like businesses. Right. Where there's no, the regulations ain't the same. Cause I know a 501c ain't that fucking different from a business in the first place, but just the fact that you were running like how do we make a profit in a business where you ain't supposed to be making a profit right the business where the main goal is charity the main goal is people and that's the thing if if your product is people or what you're trying to accomplish helps people you can't be on that we trying to save every dime yeah it can't be greed is good though like right like it can't be how do we get paid first and foremost in our 501c you just can't Perhaps all of this would be excusable if it were in the service of making more money so that more funds might be put toward helping victims, but it wasn't because she hired all her homies too. Right. But uh, under her leadership, uh, the charity's revenue is lower now than it was in 2011 and it's been running at a deficit since 2013. Shit. The report also includes a few scenes of disaster victims who literally were left out in the cold by the Red Cross as they were with Hurricane Sandy. In Northern California last year, the Red Cross shuttered the Napa County chapter and laid off disaster relief staff, according to an internal PowerPoint presentation. Then in September, a drought-fueled fire swept through the area, consuming more than 75,000 acres and 1,200 homes. Because of these of the issue with the Red Cross's shelter, nearly all 1,000 displaced people at the Napa County Fairgrounds, including the elderly, new mothers and children, and anyone with a pet, ended up sleeping outside in tents, cars, or RVs. The problems were first reported by the Press Democrat newspaper wow yep so you might not want to give your money to the red, red cross right for, for a while um which is crazy because like got i said to go. They, they got that sister up out of there she got to go too i know i'm just saying they got that sister up out of there so fast right they was like we can't have you fucking up nigga yeah like people was like this some sizzle <laughs> and it's it's still a sizzle <laughs> Yeah, but it's just one of those things where people are just gonna begin to question everything about your organization, and it's it's heartbreaking for the people that are really there for the cause, or the people that like you laid off a fire in these areas when shit happened. They can't even do their jobs. Yeah, so five hundred one C game ain't no joke. Mm-mm. Um, yeah, and, and like when shit like this happen, people go, "Well, what do I do with my money if I want to just." If I don't want to be on the front line, I'd rather give it to somebody that I know is going to do a greater cause. And it's it's a lot of local organizations and smaller organizations that will be more than happy to 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 use your money, and you can see it but, directly. But happen. sometimes certain shit happens, and you need big organizations like the Red Cross. That's true too. And it's just yeah, and that's they, what's that's why up. they have to get their ship right. 
that's what's fucked up yeah because it's 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 like for certain shit only the red cross can ship like a thousand people or 800 trucks and and all this shit right they had the resources to do it so it needs to be managed better in a trustworthy way right but it's sad when you have to treat charity dollars like you treat your like money you spend on cable company dollars like it's sad but that's really what it's gonna take right because you go with it's uh it's too many charities out here for me to give it to somebody who's not doing what they're supposed to do and if an, any other charity that's doing the right thing is smart you better step up in red cross spot <laughs> yeah pretty sure we're gonna have charity advertisements that's- i guarantee for real i guarantee you i mean red cross does it but believe you me if it's another organization out there that might not be as big yeah. but it's like we can do just as much or even better and we're not doing this bullshit that they're doing i don't know what the name of the organization is but if red cross fuck up somebody gonna take their spot because like you say it's needed because it's, it's it's too many not only big things it's small shit that happened that the red cross step in like if somebody's home burned down a lot of times the red locally your normal local red cross chapters would step in so it's like it's one of these things where they're needed so you know it's just, it's just sad to me because that means like somewhere it's a a company like <clears throat> that's a 501c to somewhere like all right it's time for the burgundy cross to step up baby right we finally it's got our time, time to shine burgundy tea nah we not the red cross we the burgundy tea now <laughs> something like it you know we do we, a lot we, of we the close. same things but we just don't cheat you on your money right. come holler at burgundy tea it's sound like time one a cable or cable town like just <laughs> yes <clears throat> they're gonna be offering you packages and everything our packages mm-hmm. ain't the same like they're real similar it's something like vision cable versus cable vision baby i'm just saying ah, we're right. gonna get the blood you know they take blood we take plasma you know what i'm saying it's real, real similar we, we, you know what i'm saying just come on down red, yeah come on down to the burgundy tea you know what i'm saying this look a mm-hmm. lot like the red cross but you look at the colors a little different yeah and it, i and i and i cross is it's not really a cross it's more like a t you know what i'm saying like yeah, you know it's it's instead of in the middle we kind of ra- you know raise, raise yeah it's it like up. a lowercase t you know right, what i'm saying yeah. so just you know so, and that re- no ignore that red cross sign we in the process of painting over that yeah, right there yeah, yeah yeah this used to be a red cross, cross. they raided off a bunch of people and we we picked them up but yeah look man trust me the money get to the sick kids okay is what yeah. i'm it sure does in fact i got a sick kid right here uh speaking of sick male sailors aboard the uss wyoming secretly recorded their female shipmates showering several times a day for almost a year sometimes working in teams to prevent detection says a new navy times report out this week at least 12 male officers were implicated in the ring which operated about 10 months before an electronics technician on a board on another ship heard about the recordings and reported them of those 12 men 10 were ultimately prosecuted and assigned punishments ranging from hard prison time to a pay cut the men were apparently pay cut to a pay cut well i guess it depends on your role right Uh, okay i mean assuming everybody was might not have held the camera maybe you just bought some you know what i mean hey let me get a let me buy two of them videos okay okay well then your ass gotta give up 30 percent of your pay i don't i don't know how it works right right the men were apparently able to film the women through a hole in the wall using cell phones and an ipod touch both of which are reportedly banned aboard the submarine and it was a wonder oh, that they, so they had, had any- illegal contraband that's right Karen. and it was a wonder they had any time left all- over to do their jobs one sailor admitted that he and a male peer rushed to secretly record each female midshipman while she was in the shower changing room they filmed each woman each time she took a shower during the three-month patrol he said several times a day according to a new report 
the the men were casual about the videos one missile technician jonathan ashby reported reportedly told investigators he learned about them from a colleague mt2 charles greaves who informed me that he had captured some pokemon this year greaves was dishonorably discharged from the navy and sentenced to two years of prison <clears throat> capturing pokemon that's what they call it but even though the case is over it's still somewhat unclear who was involved and who knew what Greaves' attorney reportedly accused the navy of ignoring information about several other sailors who knew about the videos including two chiefs and at least one sailor avoided prosecution because of the only evidence against him was the statement of, of another sailor yeah i guarantee you with shit like that oh yeah it's a lot of people on that ship that knew this shit been happening for and this is the ones they caught so i couldn't imagine the women that got taped that didn't even know they were fucking taped over you know from other ships because this is not the if if, if you're the strategic this is not the first time yeah so, somebody didn't investigate and find all the tapes of all the women that y'all been recording over your time that you've been doing this bullshit and somehow it's all the way up to you know the top probably i mean right so no you got officers involved so in no this. sergeant no major no lieutenant like so nobody nobody up 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 the chain heard mm-hmm. about it and just fucking ignored it because it was women and then people wonder why people are pushing for a separate well not even ignored it participated in it I right bet. but right right and they never you know? were charged or yeah. never questioned yeah, again, about it it said they had two chiefs i mean yeah lots of dudes jacking off to that shit man that shit goes up the chain right and then you wonder why when it comes to sexual harassment uh they wanted a separate outside entity that's not even connected with the army to uh, hear the cases and people can come to and y'all fought fucking to finale because the people that's doing the abusing are some of the people that you have to report this shit to yeah that's why i think a lot of a lot of these sailors need to join the facebook group for the blackout tips because then you don't have to worry about all this Mm-mm. okay women up in there twerking for free man they they don't mind but now nah, you got to go get the unwilling twerking and now your ass going to jail yes, see that's are. what's wrong with your dumb ass what you need to do is start a cool ass sex positive podcast and invite people to be in there stripping and shit because you don't know what these people are gonna get these people are crazy you don't know what they're gonna get into i mean now you may see some dick prints you don't want to see yeah <laughs> that may happen too but i'm just saying it's something for it everybody all for the fellas yeah it's something for everybody is what i'm trying to tell you y'all dumbasses over here trying to get them illegally now you're in jail looking stupid a fisherman who miraculously survived 438 days lost at sea keeping our navy theme going has been sued for one million dollars oh for allegedly eating his fellow castaway to ensure his own survival the life of pie the family of the deceased castaway contends according to the telegraph and other media outlets after drifting six thousand and seven hundred miles salvador alvaringa that's the race 36 of el salvador washed ashore in january 2014 on the marshall's islands in the middle of the pacific ocean after setting off on a two-day fishing trip from mexico in november 2012 hot damn it was the longest any castaway has survived at sea right that's two years a three-hour tour a very long three-hour tour alvaringa had paid 22 year old ezekiel cordoba 50 dollars to accompany him best fifty dollars he ever spent you know what i'm saying best fifty dollars pound per pound when a storm hit alvaringa radioed the owner of the 25 foot boat demanding to be rescued 
that message was the last words communicated to the shore as 10 foot waves and the vicious storm knocked out the communication systems washed their supplies overboard alvaringa and cordoba survived several months by catching fish and birds and drinking turtle blood and rainwater oh what you don't remember um jss yes a girl she survived yeah eating eating, eating that ninja turtle <laughs> mm-hmm. she yeah just, she i guess just, you get hungry enough drink that turtle blood but one bird they ate made cordoba very ill a poisonous snake was discovered in the bird's stomach according to alvaringa's account cordoba refused to eat some of the raw meats that kept alvaringa alive perhaps because of the experience with the bird and he eventually died before starving to death cordoba made alvaringa promise to not eat his corpse and to find his mother and tell her what happened uh two months later alvaringa visited cordoba's mother uh wait mr alvaringa befriended the corpse keeping it on the boat for six days and chatting to it until he realized his own insanity and threw it overboard i can see my death was going to be very very slow he said but against all odds he survived mr alvaringa washed up in the marshall islands in the middle of the pacific ocean in january 2014 days and emaciated he was found by a couple living on the island who took him in two months later alvaringa visited the cordoba cordoba's mother rosalia rios and delivered her son's message alvaringa has always denied eating his crewmate the family's lawsuit comes on the hill of the october release of alvaringa's book 438 days an extraordinarily to uh, extraordinary true story of the survival of sea ricardo cocalan alvaringa's attorney told the telegraph he believes the lawsuit is in part of the attempts family's attempt at pressuring alvaro to divide the royalties cocalan told the telegraph that the book was has done poorly in the u.s with only 1500 copies sold see man that's what you fucked up bro you need to write something about being in the boat with a tiger you know what i'm saying that call that shit, shit sold. call that shit life of pie too bro you would have caked up got a movie and everything but nah you had to keep it real i didn't eat my homie you should have said you ate that motherfucker you would have sold way more books yes you would have many believe the book is making my client a rich man but what he will earn is much less than what people think said his lawyer you think he ate him karen no no how long would it take before you ate a person if you was lost to see Karen? Mm-hmm. I think uh, for me, I'm gonna say 24 hours. Oh Lord, maybe, 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 maybe less. I don't want to be stuck at sea. Depending on when I get there. hungry, you know. Mm-mm. I'm like, oh, you sick? You sick? No, man, I'm just sleep. Oh, okay, all right. But let me know. Let me know if you feel a little woozy. Okay, we won't. We won't be at sea together then. Drink some more. Just turn the blood. Mm-mm. Get some more of this turtle blood in you. Get you, get you fattened up. I'm good. Looking like a chicken leg over there, you know? <laughs> Do throw flour at him. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to see. So I want to see. Like, mm, mm, mm. It's something smell good burning in the sun. What, is that you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I smell the sizzle. Rub some of this coconut oil on you. It's good for everything. Oh, Lord. <laughs> We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. 
that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we read articles from all around the globe and we assign points from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with the black people today's contestants everybody let's get into it um two new natural hairstyles okay. have been approved in the marine corps the Marine Corps has finally gotten around to revising those controversial hair regulations that ban women serving the country from wearing natural hairstyles like braids, locks, afros, and matted and unkempt hair. In a Marine Corps, uh, Corps administrative message released Monday, two new hairstyles were approved for black female Marines. Two strand twist and thin locks. Uh, according to the memo, the decision was made by the Marine Corps Uniform Board in October based on a request from staff sergeant marine staff uh wait from a sergeant marine staff sergeant sherry wright of illa of uh was this two main expedition expeditionary force she uh said in a, in a statement for some this change is culturally liberating and has financial benefits and is simply convenient as pointed out by military.com the new approved hairstyles come with extensive restrictions to ensure they appear neat and uniform uh twist or two sections of hair twisted together to form a rope or cord may only be worn with a medium length and long hair the appearance of the twist must be neat and professional and cannot interfere with wear of any military headgear or be excessively bulky locks or single sections of hair that twist from the root to the ends of the hair to form a ringlet or cord can be worn with short medium or long hair they must be separated with square or rectangle uh shaped parts to keep professional appearance all locks and twists must be no wider than three eighths of an inch in diameter conspicuous hair accessories and fattish and eccentric hairstyles are still off limits you know what man uh how you feel zero to a hundred karen oh uh, that's zero because that that that, the whole thing was that your band them banding it in the first place was completely targeted towards black women Mm-hmm. and it was like well then how are, how are you supposed to follow the rules and regulations when everything that black women do other than fucking putting on a wig mm-hmm. you're restricting yeah um yeah I, i'll give it a zero too i mean you know that's good news man uh it was a stupid rule in the goddamn first place yeah it was just a racist rule right you know like you you, you don't you didn't even think about black women's hair or you just when you thought about it you just thought of all the negatives like oh it's just gonna be ugly and fucked up and like or it could be twisted and neat like a lot of women's hair is right like i mean i get it's the military and there's gonna be restrictions on your appearance i mean they understand that too yeah but when you just basically default to uh nah you gotta cut all your hair off because you black man fuck you you know you gotta go get a perm like get it get out of here man come on right because it affects a lot of women who want to go natural right um let's see uh arson suspect arrested following a fire at north dakota somali restaurant uh minnesota man has been arrested in charge of arson following a recent fire at a somali restaurant in grand forks north uh, north dakota uh the december 7 blaze caused ninety thousand dollars worth of damage Ooh. to juba coffee and restaurant which has been vandalized three days earlier in the prior incident vandals reportedly sprayed nazi-like symbols and the words go home on the outside of the building despite the lack of subtly subtlety in the vandalism lieutenant Derek zimmel told the ap there are a lot of different ways the graffiti can be interpreted mm. nazi symbols and go home on an african restaurant 
lot of ways that can be okay maybe they just meant go back to park road where you stay right maybe that's what they meant maybe go back to michigan where you originally are i don't know maybe they meant it there maybe they just watched et and they confused phone home with go home Mm-mm. i don't know uh how could we ever know guys how could we, how will we ever i mean if only there were people whose job it was to investigate these things and to look mm-hmm. into the motives and arrest people and find out if only we had those people right Mm, i don't know what you call uh, what you call uh, i don't know pole lice i don't know i don't In, know investigators uh the the tech times i don't know i don't know i'm a lost for words i wish i knew you know it's crazy to me too uh but yeah so uh they said the motivation for the arson couldn't be determined until police spoke to the accused 25 year old matthew gust is not yet clear if there's any connection between the vandalism and fire uh gust threw a 40 ounce beer bottle filled with gasoline through the window of the restaurant according to the grand folks herald he faces 10 years in prison no one was hurt in the fire after the attack unity north dakota a nonprofit that believes that direct action and strong opposition are needed to combat those who seek to spread injustice hatred and divisiveness held a rally to show solidarity with the juba coffee house grand forks is one is on the north dakota border with minnesota which is home to a significant somali immigrant population news august arrest came five days after a 26 year old man was assaulted employees and went on a anti-muslim tirade at a new york city restaurant shit yep if only we knew his motivation so karen zero to 100 how do you feel oh that's 100 yeah i feel like uh i'm gonna say i i need to know his motivation so i'm only gonna give it 75 Mm-mm, you know because if it was 100 you know i wish i just wish there was a way to know 100 Mm-mm. i'm making up my own story and running with it fuck it 100 100 mm-hmm. all right uh well uh star wars is out so that means fox needs to go all hotel I think it. A social- so, uh so it's time for fox uh, business to go hotel on Star Wars. Fox commentator, and I want okay. your social commentary on this. A seventh, okay. uh, two items. A seventh grader banned from school for wearing his Star Wars T-shirt. It shows a stormtrooper holding a gun. That's issue number one. Number two. Uh, uh, MSNBC's uh, Melissa Harris Perry says Star Wars is a racist movie. Just roll this tape and watch this, Janine. He was totally a black guy whose name basically was James Earl Jones. Who, right. and we were, and, yeah. But it, while it, he was black, he was terrible and bad and awful and used to cut off white men's hands and didn't, you know, actually claim his son. But as soon as he claims his son and goes over to the good, he takes off his mask and he is white. Oh, yes, I have many, <laughs> many feelings about that. You want to... Okay, 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 I got to stop it there. Nigga, what? MHP, no. No, you did not just hotel it up, dog. No, MHP, no. How? MHP, you believe in transracial, dog. You interviewed that Rachel woman. And didn't ask no hard hitting <coughs> questions. She was white until she decided to. That she wasn't. That she anymore. wasn't no more. And that uh, scene, the irony of that scene to escape you in the situation because what is race anyway? Who are we to say? 
and now you looking at the star wars oh no baby no oh man oh man that is and that shit niggas came out in full force when she was talking didn't they that 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 is precious uh that i just gotta i have to play this because this this is what it reminds me of but that is absolutely precious for years in this industry whenever an african-american character hero or villain was introduced usually by white artists and writers they got slapped with racist names that singled them out as Negroes. Now, my book, White Hayden Coon, <laughs> that bullshit. The hero's name is Maliqua, and he's a descendant from the black tribe that established the first society on the planet while all you European motherfuckers were still hiding in caves and shit all terrified of the sun. He's a strong role model that a young black reader can look up to. Cause I'm here to tell you, the chickens is coming home to roost, y'all. The black man's no longer gonna play the minstrel in the medium of comics and sci-fi fantasy. We keeping it real. And we gonna get respect by any means necessary. Ah, uh, come on, that's a bunch of horse shit. Ain't no Calrissian was a black guy, you know. You got to fly the Millennium Falcon, what's the matter with you? Who said that? I did. Lando Calrissian is a positive role model in the realm of science fiction fantasy. Fuck Lando Calrissian, Uncle Tom, nigga. Always some white boy gotta invoke the Holy Trilogy. Bust this. Those movies are about how the white man keeps the brother man down, even in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Check this shit. You got Cracker Farm Boy, Luke Skywalker, Nazi poster boy, blonde hair, blue eyes. And then you got Darth Vader. The blackest brother in the galaxy, Nubian God. What's a Nubian? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, Vader, he's a spiritual brother, you know, down with the force and all that good shit. Then there's Cracker, Skywalker. Gets his hands on a lightsaber, and the boy decides he's gonna run the fucking universe. Gets a whole clan of whites together. And they gonna bust up Vader's hood, the Death Star. Now, what the fuck do you call that? Intergalactic Civil War? Gentrification! <laughs> they gonna drive out the black element to make the galaxy quote-unquote safe for white folks. And Jedi's the most insulting installment because Vader's beautiful black visage is sullied when he pulls off his mask to reveal a feeble, crusty old white man. They trying to tell us that deep inside, we all wants to be white! Well, isn't that true? It's uh, Chase and Amy is the name of that movie. <laughs> but yo, MHP went full Chase and Amy. She went full Black Rage. No. Oh, so now let's see what these white folks got to say about it. God damn. 
to deal with that, Turner. Um, this, uh, <laughs> I want to hear her whole clip, what she has Star to say. Wars racist because James Earl Jones is the voice of one of the characters and he's black. I mean, I, I don't get it. Do you? No, and you know, political correctness is killing our country. Political correctness is going to be responsible for killing more Americans. I mean, this is just... This is just overboard completely. And regarding Darth Vader, please, I mean, look, the Bible talks about darkness and light. This is about evil and good, darkness and light. This doesn't have anything to do with anything else. This is, goes back to biblical times. It's been discussed in the Bible. Jesus talks but about the movie? it. It's about what? darkness and light, evil what and good. What is she making this connection? It's about a fucking galaxy far, far away. What about that? It, should we be, be, what? I, I'm co so confused here. Everybody, we got lifesavers. We got people using the force. Everybody going for a hotel on this motherfucking movie. What? How did the Bible get into Star Wars? I'm so confused right now nothing to do you know evil people traditionally in the movies always wear dark and good people are in white the evil people come up on the black horses the good people come up on the white horses i mean you know this is darkness and evil this has nothing to do with it i think but this kind of rhetoric varney is what's ruining our country and putting us in this clear and present danger which you know i believe yeah, the states about take this back movie. into their own hands according to Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 of the United States Constitution. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Turner, hold on a second. What, state that again. Which clause and which part of the Constitution? Okay, I stumbled across this when I was dealing with health care. But in the Compact Clause of the United States Constitution, Article 1, Section 3, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, it talks about that states cannot come together to do a compact without consent of the Congress. By the way, there's no consent of the president necessary. And yet, it says, there's this little thing that says, they have to have consent of the Congress to come together unless we are, the states are invaded or there is imminent danger. And then they don't have to get the consent of Congress. So yeah. as far as I'm concerned, we are in imminent danger. Yeah. We are in clear and present danger. We're beyond imminent. So the states can legally, constitutionally come together to defend the, the American people, these 30 governors. They don't need to be bullied by the federal government. They can do this on their own without consent of Congress under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3. Wouldn't it be nice if that was raised as an issue in this week's debate among Republican candidates? Because that's a very good point. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah. Well, Turner, you did it again. <laughs> Uh, just a hundred for everybody, man. I'm right. fucking with it. As a nerd, I'm fucking with it. As a black person, I'm right. fucking with it. As, as motherfuckers can't even get the, the, the biblical, the, the fucking tech context of Star Wars right. MHP went hotel. I, <laughs> I mean, because that was a snippet of what she said. What all did she that was, say? That was it. That was it. That was it. Okay. I saw the whole thing, but that was the clip. That That's the only part that's pertinent when uh, she brought okay. up. Okay. I thought it was something else. That's why Darth I was Vader asking. went from being a black man to a white man when he started taking care of his kid. This. Oh, just. Mm. Uh, yeah, just. And it's sad, but to me, that's what you do when you don't have ratings. I mean, you need to get your ratings up. I, you know what? It just is. I mean, because I, it's just weird because like all these people have TV shows that they're just fucking spitballing, man. They just right, out here right, or you trying got, to make it happen, dog. Like it's it's it's, not, you it's got, no fucking different than a podcast because apparently they just like coming up with shit on top of their heads that they're serious and not even play for laughs. They really are like sitting up here like yeah, you know, because uh, the Empire Strike Back is really about the gentrification of America, motherfucker. You're like wow, that you just said that.
right this will happen when you need to feel time <coughs> like when you you got 10 minutes and you know ran out of shit to cover or shit to talk about because i don't know because i'm not you know i'm i don't really keep up with what she does but i don't think people tune in for star wars when they tune well, in she's to a nerd i don't show. i don't want to i'm not even trying to question her nerd credentials and shit i, I think she's pretty a nerd you know she's I think Nerdland is the hashtag for the show. I mean, she look niggas have all kinds of strange ass like hotel conspiracy theories and shit. I just I was just really hoping she wouldn't be one. You know, she yeah. used to be Bay Man mm-hmm. for the Dolezal shit, man. You know, you know she she was there. Everybody loved her, man, and then just shit went way left. You know, but I don't know, man. You know, I guess it's better to have her around than not. You know, I'd much rather her have a TV show on the weekends. Right. Or, you know, whenever she, um, hopefully moves into a regular rotation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think she would ever go full Don Lemon on, on the I folks. I don't think she would. At least I hope she would. I just wouldn't. think the rose is kind of off the bloom with her for a lot of people who just feel like, you know, betrayed by that whole Dolezal shit. Right. She ain't never getting some people back. I see people talk about it. Ever, because like, um, Sunday was Saturday, I don't know, Saturday morning at like 10 a.m., Saturday or Sunday morning. Yeah. At 10 a.m., the town night would be lit. Well, it's not no more, but it used to be lit with people uh talking about her show yep. like 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 literally like at 10 a.m on saturday and sunday like that was especially black females that was the entire timeline it was after that rachel dolezal and i knew something was wrong because all i heard was people you could just yeah, read the anger in. yeah it was over for people and after that 10 a.m come and go and it's like cricket so i think a lot of people quit watching and they ain't never coming back yeah so man uh anyway um monday night in las vegas donald trump had a campaign event that descended into violence what what hold on what you trying to say no no i can't believe that uh buzzfeed writer mckay coppins attended the rally for the gop presidential candidate and the real estate mogul uh reported to the westgate uh hotel and resort coppins posted a video of a black protester being held roughed up by supporters shouting Light that motherfucker on fire. The first Light that motherfucker on fire um Cobbins reports that trump gleefully narrates clashes between activists and security press swarm with camera phones and supporters crowd around cheering surreal every time another activist gets dragged out the room trump berates reporters for taking pics they are terrible the worst crowd booze uh the violence has become commonplace at monday night's event copping reports there were multiple scuffles a second video shows a protester being dragged and pushed by security earlier this week video emerged security guards at trump rally in pennsylvania throwing jamila hamami out onto the ground last month an african-american man was beaten at a birmingham alabama rally in october a latino demonstrator was knocked to the ground and dragged by a a trump supporter in florida i have a question when they have these um debates why ain't nobody bringing this shit up why ain't nobody talking about hey dog uh when you be having your shit uh 
why you out here whooping folks ass and allowing your not you personally mm-hmm. but you allowing people to get beat and you pushing and you supporting these people to get beat you know and but but like if they were smart they would go but that's against like if you are really which you which you don't give a fuck but if you're really trying to coax that brown vote mm-hmm. You would really bring this shit up and begin to ask these questions. I don't and give be- a fuck. Yeah. Right. They don't, they don't, our issues don't come up in these debates. It's one of the reasons I don't really like watching them. I don't. I don't. I, I mean, I know. I know I, like, I'll, I I'll plan, laugh at I'll right. laugh at Twitter and if I, you know, between commercials. Yeah, I do be When I'm watching pieces. some other shit. But, I mean, in general, I'm not very interested because, Mm-mm. one, they all sound like fools. And then, secondly, our issues are never addressed by that that group ever 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 because i mean they're barely addressed by democrats by the way i mean come on now questions about blackness don't really come up over there either. right this is the first year that uh people are like earn our votes and motherfuckers lost their goddamn mind what do you mean earn your vote well don't they earn your vote don't don't they have to do something to prove to you that they're worthy why can't they do it for my black ass yeah and i don't know like i can't i don't know if the protesters are going to prove that his crowds are racist um violent uh fucked up people and the optics and show the optics of that or what because i because like i it's the same reason i said i don't think it'll matter and i don't think you'll see black lives matter people actively protesting republican candidates too much because they're beyond redemption they just they they are willfully opposed you know right, and they know you they don't care you know so um i don't know man actually democrats don't care either but you have to force them to care yeah so you have to make issues you have to make your issues their issues to the point where they have to acknowledge it and no matter what people are saying the 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 ground that has been broken and the standards that have been set uh black lives matter has played a huge role and a lot of the civil rights organizations across the country be it big and small have played a huge role to them even acknowledging that fucking black people exist versus they go because most you know out of what 90 something percent clip most across the country black mm-hmm. people vote for democrats so it was just one of those things where they go well we got your vote in the pocket i mean you know we we're guaranteed your vote but you know what we can also not show up in the fucking polls either people act like people not voting well, is not trump, an option trump does have some uh black supporters such as this guy who spoke at a trump rally but one of the people i got to know and he's a friend of mine and he had a horrible thing happen his son Jamil shaw you may have seen him he's just been amazing and whenever he's around i say do me a favor say a few words he'll explain what happened with an illegal immigrant who killed his son viciously and violently and he's become a friend of mine and he's a great guy and he's here with us and let me bring him up Jamil, come on up say a few words Jamil. hello everybody um i'll get right to the point um in march the 2nd 2008 my son was shot dead in the street like a dog by an illegal alien gangbanger, 18th Street gangbanger. He was on his third gun charge. Now, we hear all these gun uh, people talking about um, banning guns, but you have a legal alien where on his third gun charge, never been deported, and the guy shot him through his hand into his head and killed him. It was it was vicious. I heard the gunshots, of course, I ran outside and um, I couldn't believe it. Even today, I couldn't believe it. I remember telling him, man, I told you this people are crazy out there. I had just told him the day before 
And, you know, our kids don't believe that, you know. And that's why we need Donald Trump, because Donald Trump is going to make it safe again, you know. <laughs> Donald Trump, Donald Trump is going to make it safe for your kids. My son is dead. I can't fix that. I wish I could. But I have a, another son, 17 years old. He was 8 at the time. Now, he's 17. I saw him the other day. Man, you know you're older than your brother now, you know, and it's really sad. And Trump is the only person that reached out to me out of all the politicians, all the black politicians in L.A., nobody cares. It's all about illegal aliens. That's all they care about. They don't care about us as Americans. Trump wants to make America first, okay? We need that. Our kids, all of our kids deserve to grow up. This is our time to live on the earth. Why do we have to be under this oppression from illegal aliens and they're getting the American dream and we're getting the American nightmare? You know, it's not fair. And the only way we can fix it is with Donald Trump. I don't see no other way. If it was there, it would have happened before Trump. It was nothing going on. Now that he's here, they're scared, and we have to make sure it happens because it's going to protect all of us and make us safe. And we got to stand with Trump, and you have to trust him the way I do because I believe that he was sent from God. Thank you. A hundred for me. Uh, You can. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, you know what? Let's just do guest the race because I actually have to get out of here and live tweet uh Patty's holiday pies. Oh, that's tonight at eight thirty. So, oh, oh, we watching that? Yeah. As a matter of fact, let me double check the time on that because I'm pretty sure it's eight thirty because I remember uh marking it down. But um, <coughs> plus we're running low on ball alerts. We only got three left. Like, ain't that crazy, y'all? Um, let's see schedule yeah 8 30 mm-hmm. all right so let's yeah, um we, get yeah. into some guest race all right mm-hmm. now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going all across the podcast and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist that's right racist as hell all right let's get into the guesses um <coughs> guess the race is brought to you by none other than bevel that's right guys mm-hmm. bevel is the one and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step your shave game up guys you know who i saw this morning when i went to go play basketball justin and he was smiling why was he smiling because he got that bevel don't you want to see the smile how he like it from people he ain't used it yet okay. don't you want to see the smile of just that happiness and anticipation on somebody's face when it's like you really do care about me. You want me to be less irritated. You know, now Jesse can go to work and stop acting so uppity around these white folks. And he can just get around Master Trump and start being nice and polite because you don't have that irritation on your skin no more, making you angry, pinning you up. You got a safety razor, shaving brush, blades, primer oil, shaving cream, and cool restoring balm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Get it. 
it comes in a nice little box but i say you take it out wrap that joint up mm-hmm. give it to somebody on christmas man go to their house hand it to them blah blah here's your uh here's your 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 next your last your last shaving kit you know what i mean like it's the last time that that person will ever think about going to the store and buying shaving cream and the 27 blade razors and that stuff that dries your skin out they now they they they're done it's customized okay it's like buying a bra that fits for a man's face it's perfect make sure you guys help out the people you love if not treat yourself okay you only get one body treat yourself man uh code tbgwt at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com and it's code tbgwt to get you 20 percent off of your first month now let's get into this sizzle the birmingham mayor got into a fight with a councilman at city hall oh mm-hmm gonna guess the race of the mayor uh in birmingham alabama on tuesday a city councilman and the mayor got into a fight a literal fist fight they both had to go to the hospital with minor injuries police said councilman marcus lundy is accused of assault uh mayor william bell was the victim a video of the council meeting captured sounds of a man repeatedly shouting no from outside the council chamber before the presiding member calls for a recess members scurry past double doors decorated with christmas wreaths toward the noise as the gavel slams down and a perplexed look crosses the face of a man who was making a presentation According to a police report, Lundy attacked Bell in a room behind council chambers while discussing a city matter that eventually turned to a personal issue. According to the report, Bell told police he turned and tried leaving the room three times. But the, <laughs> three times. Mm-hmm. He was a ghost of Christmas past, future, and present. Right. But that Lundy closed the door each time before grabbing him by the neck before from behind and putting him in a chokehold shit two of lundy's assistants came into the room to break up the scuffle but refused to give interviews with police until after they spoke with legal counsel damn yeah they was like we don't want no problems council president jonathan austin said lundy told him that he planned to press charges against bell who lundy alleges was trying to get him fired what occurred at city hall today is a direct reflection of the lack towards the council and the unwillingness to cooperate we have worked continuously to move this city forward and it's a sad day when council members are attacked while trying to do the job that they were elected to do he said the incident was a result of bell's unwillingness to cooperate with city council this is a democracy not a dictatorship guess the race of mayor william bell uh ass whooper apparently so (coughs) like i i second that motion with a left and a right the letter from a birmingham city half hall black the mayor fights too much like attorneys like anthony mason black he must have stepped on his jordan's black <laughs> oh, you imagine wearing a suit with jordan's it was a slap fight white the birmingham bomber the ball from hell mayoral ali black <laughs> uh the target audience for patty's holiday box <laughs> oh, <it was> black <laughs> I think one person did get it wrong, right? Oh man. I don't wish that I wanna hear the whole audio of that. 
oh you know that was off the chain you gonna get up off my damn that's the old black man you gonna get up out my damn face now marcus okay now i you know i ain't put my knife out i get to cutting up in here you know i ain't ever since we played spades i ain't never liked your ass get my crown royal bag got my got my knife in it uh there's a live news report going on uh on a broadcast uh and it's about a bank robbery okay because uh sometimes you got to get out there and cover the bank robbery live on tv oh shit ah! and right as that happened the ele- the, time in just- the suspect happened to run by oh holy cow first on the scene hot takes getting a bank robbery but that has not been the only target for criminals this week a local restaurant was also targeted in an attempted robbery we first today turn to the bank investigation with kimt news 3's adam south who talked to police this morning he's live with more adam tyler <laughs> just 24 hours ago this bank <gasps> in north that guy right there. what that's a robber. oh that's the robber uh this is live TV, folks. That's the robber just went by, uh, according to the bank uh, employee. So I got to go here and call 911. I'll talk to you yeah. later. <laughs> Smart man. I can assure you that was not set up. Now, Adam Salad is currently on the scene investigating. That was an employee of the bank that came out from Sterling Bank in Rochester. There was an attempted robbery again yesterday. We broke the story right here at the end of midday. All right. Now. Ah! We don't have a race of the robber, okay, guys? But guess the race of the bank employee who ran onto the camera to point out that the robber was somewhere. By the way, horrible camera work. Because that dude didn't even cut over to the left to look and see if he could see the robber. Mm-mm. The cameraman just stayed there. Like, maybe they didn't have a cameraman. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe he had, like, you know how sometimes they have a tripod, yeah. but not the cameraman attached to it? Yeah. Maybe like, he might not have had it on the shoulder, per se yeah yeah i think he must have had on a tripod mm-hmm. and he didn't have another cameraman out there like maybe they cut right. back on staff these days but yeah employee came out it was just like that's him right over there uh yeah that's the robber he was like you know what i got to go yeah he said i got the call 911 that's right because oh. that's not my job he was like i ain't chasing down no robbers this ain't 21 jump street uh well everybody's scared to guess man so i'll just tell you it was white and nobody gets it <laughs> <laughs> too slow are we frozen i don't know am i frozen i don't know where they started guessing it must have been that delay yeah it must have been a long ass delay uh some people guess white let's see he came out to do this white snitching ass bitch black white white wait white credit good enough to be employed by bank white uh i'm not getting no more black so i'm still booing all y'all y'all took too long uh all right let's <laughs> go to the bonus round <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the point double the race in the bonus round against the race so far everybody is one and one we'll see how they finish off um all right a minnesota man guns down worker at employees holiday party and fights with arresting officers oh shit yep a holiday party goer gunned down another reveler early wednesday at a popular resort in northern minnesota they have those so uh sheriff's deputy arrested kirk bigby shortly after the protest uh, after the shooting 
uh was reported about 12 15 a.m witnesses said the 61 year old bigby of nearby finland and the victim had been at a casino style party for employees of the bluefin grill when, when they went to go out the, when they left to go outside bigby came into physical contact with the victim before pulling the handgun and shooting him dead oh shit man people do get loose at them parties i'm surprised this don't happen more often right i remember one time i watched a snap about a dude that got into an argument with his girl at a holiday office party and she drove over his ass in the suv and killed him shit yep police located bigsby in a guest room at the resort and arrested him officer said bigby was uncooperative during the arrest and he suffered minor injuries in the struggle with the police investigators said they found a handgun in the room handgun in the room where bigby was hiding witnesses said bigby was an employee of the lodge and the victim was working for another company that was providing services for the holiday party the victim's name has not yet been released the shooting came early a week came nearly a week after a muslim man and his wife opened fire on co-workers killing 14 people during a holiday party in san bernardino california that shooting has been described as a terrorist act because the shooters who were killed later during the gun battle had expressed support of islamic state militants oh so this is old uh fox news analyst suggested that america should be suspicious of a guest named syed as a california shooter was called left oh, their party Lord. and suggested they call the police it's not clear if any other guests were suspicious that bigby left the holiday gathering but guests said the victim and the suspect had argued several minutes before the shooting a couple of guys are arguing said one guest i have no idea what it was about bigby was booked in the county cook county jail on a preliminary charge of second degree murder uh so yeah guess the race of mr kirk bigby uh guys white boldness minnesota showing out at the office party white clayton's white brother ha tantrums with tech knives old ass white dude white as the black workers were minding their own business the dukes made a dollar bet on him white white they love shooting up they cws uh i can't uh i can fight the police don't you know white yeah i will say this if uh if it was a black person they probably would have been too busy teaching the white people how to dance at the party so because you know that's what we have to do uh anyway you guys got it right uh, i don't think anybody missed that uh here's his picture don't he look like he shot up some shit oh yes he does like who would argue with that guy anyway not me you could have everything i don't care what he was saying That's i know cute. he just looked like he want to shoot somebody uh let's do another one guys for the christmas spirit all right <clears throat> a woman was jailed after burning a man's genital using a hot iron during sex what kenya allows a lousy a lousy okay uh was caught by police at heathrow airport as she prepared to leave the country to return to nigeria a woman has been jailed for nine years after burning a man's genitals with a hot iron while they were having sex kenya alauzi 31 of no fixed abode was found guilty of grievous bodily harm intent with intent uh, on december 14th former coventry the former coventry university student alauzi was arrested after attacking a man in his 30s uh on may 15th while the couple were having sex lousy took a high iron to the man's leg and genitals she then attacked him with a broken bottle the victim sustained multiple burns and deep cuts and which required him having surgeries to treat 
at the time of the attack a lousy student's visa was to due to expire and she was expected to return to her family in nigeria at the end of may she was residing in plumstead and accommodations with friends following an investigation into the attack by greenwich police a lousy was caught on may 24th at heathrow airport as she was preparing to leave the country detective constable duncan clark from greenwich village i mean greenwich police said a lousy committed a calculated and pre-planned attack she ensured she had a broken bottle to hand and a hot iron to strike the victim and seriously harm him the sentence imposed clearly reflects the seriousness of this extremely violent attack man only nine years seemed like that's like attempted murder or something anyway guess the race of kenya alousy uh uh ball burner uh spear spear chucker black uh blacker than his hot genitals oh yeah i guess he did have chestnuts roasting on an open fire marcel curling uh iron and blue magic grease has multiple uses black black crips and bloods trainer white just because i like blaming white people for stuff he left her burning with a std she was returning to favor in space no one what race is that elise in space no one can hear you chirp oh tired of being the side chick black Uh, i guess she had uh side chick status main bitch dreams Uh, (laughs) because she was black you guys are all right uh so yeah black woman did it some of you missed it all right and let's go to sword ratchetness you think um she um think she had to straighten her hair with a hot comb for that mug shot oh she's like before i go in hold on it's like put it down put the comb down ma'am that's a weapon we know what you do with it a utah man was jailed after threatening a woman with a samurai sword uh utah man is in jail after pleading guilty to chasing the woman with a samurai sword the herald journal reports that court records say that the logan woman let let a homeless couple live in her house oh okay she asked them to leave i guess she really believed in the bible she asked them to leave ah! when she learned that they were allegedly stealing things from a vacant apartment and bringing them to her home the couple left but the man later returned to argue with the logan woman after about getting the rest of his belongings she demanded that he return the allegedly stolen property first police say the man briefly left and returned to threaten the woman with a samurai sword they say the woman called 911 while the man kicked in her door took his things and left she is so lucky that's that that did not turn out worse letting homeless people with swords in your house like it's all good like it's all good i'm not trying to blame the victim but i gotta blame the victim on this one that ain't all good. you got so lucky a man armed with a samurai sword at afp headquarters a man allegedly armed with a knife and a samurai sword was able to get past security and walk into the australian federal police headquarters in sydney what the hell is going on in australia the 22 year old huh i said wonga wonga them your people they too busy waiting for that that fourth the 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 force awakens to come out 
the 22 year old allegedly drove into the cbd building's underground car park on tuesday after telling guards he was there for an appointment the afp has confirmed the man walked around the building before getting into a lift with a counterterrorism officer who confronted him when they got out police officers allegedly found a knife on the man and a samurai sword in his car Shit. he was charged with trespassing and other offenses and faced sydney central local court on wednesday an initial review of the incident indicates the breach of security protocols was caused by human error the afp was has stringently has stringent security protocol uh, protocol protocols blah, 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 protocols in a place for all its sites these protocols are all all under constant review and are regularly adjusted according to risk assessments to ensure they're appropriate to the security environment what how did nigga get the sword in <laughs> sounds, it sounds so good in hindsight except for this idea that a dude just walked in with a knife and a sword like hey what's up y'all the safety and security of the community and AFP employees is always the most priority as a result of the investigation into the breach is currently underway the infiltration incident comes just two days after five people including a 15 year old boy were charged over plotting a terror attack on the afp's headquarters so five days ago y'all caught motherfuckers <laughs> talking about we're gonna do some terrorism to the police five days and then a motherfucker walked in with a sword god that's probably because australians ain't scared of nothing everything can kill you crikey it's a crowbar in here just like, throw it out shit you have an alligator coming here and bite your head off i'm not worried about you all right guys listen Darth Vader was a black man until he wanted to take care of his son. Then he was <laughs> right. Remember that, because the prequels never happened and all that stuff. Um, also, um, I forgot to mention we do have an Amazon wish list. Yes, we do. Uh, now I, when people said they wanted to do things for us for holidays and stuff, you know, I, you know, they were like create an Amazon wish list. Mm-hmm. I really, I've never done that before. I didn't really even think. about it it being something to do but right people have been sending us stuff i haven't opened up anything i actually you guys got me in the christmas spirit like i actually went out i bought a a small christmas tree i love it uh and i i took the time out to buy some wrapping papers and some boxes Mm -hmm. and uh along with some gifts that i already had bought for uh karen and myself i put them in boxes and um i would take pictures but you know it's social media everybody's gonna judge ah, they my precious. house and my rapping is not the best i love it the christmas tree is one of those christmas trees that it like illuminates and the lights blink around and shit it was pretty well i'm glad you liked it karen i i, I was happy i was just shocked it was dead because you know I, we're not hot about humbug but we don't really put up a lot of christmasy stuff well i thought it would be nice to celebrate christmas and all our fans and stuff have been sending us stuff from the list mm-hmm. and i have it so that it doesn't tell me who sent me what yet i guess okay, you have to cool. open it up to see i don't know yeah. how it works but we can keep it private yeah. um but uh you know we have all kinds of stuff on there and we appreciate people sending us stuff man we yeah, tried to pick out a range of stuff that right. wasn't like you know like we didn't put like a new car you know it's <laughs> no shit like calendars and shit like that yeah on there, hats know. and shit like that but uh yeah thank you guys who uh took the time out to do that mm-hmm. uh, it for, means a lot yeah it really does that you even took the time out to think about us and for premium folks we'll be back tomorrow for balls deep sports with justin uh and for non-premium folks we'll be back saturday Mm -hmm. for the feedback show and we still have a full slate of shows coming because i think christmas is until like friday or something so we've still got full slate of shows coming yes we do and uh more movie reviews all that good stuff is coming um and thank you so much for y'all support y'all made this year really great yes y'all so far y'all making christmas really great yes Um, 
and uh we just can't can't appreciate it enough yeah uh all right man we'll be back um uh later on until then uh make sure you support bevel told tbgwt same with adamandeve.com uh so until then i love you i love you too